Hello, hello, Paul. Hello, how's it hello. going? Hello, uh, good, good. How, how are you? Good. <laughs> so, um, welcome back to the Deep Sea Podcast. I I don't know if you know, but the last episode was meant to be the last episode. But then, obviously, this is a special uh, guest because you don't come here often. So, I wanted to record an episode with you, and then you said yes. Yeah. So, this is a bonus episode. So, welcome to the bonus episode. Hopefully, real, real last for the year. Um, we are here today with my friend Paul. Hello, Paul. Say hi, Hello, everyone. How's it going? Um, so Paul is uh, currently living and studying in Brisbane and that's why he comes back like every holiday season uh, to Melbourne um, and yeah so so I guess like, we'll start with like how we know each other yeah do you want to go first yeah um, I actually don't remember the full story but I yep. think I met you at my brother's birthday party yep and I think I just remember walking, like when we were leaving, I saw you like in the hallway. Yeah. I was like, oh, who's this? Yeah. And then you introduced yourself. Yeah. And then I think it took like a hiatus. And then I think afterwards when we started hanging out more yeah. as a group, then yeah. I got to know you better. Yeah. 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 I don't know if that story it's like, it's fits like, with what you Yeah, what you yeah. Know, so. It's it's very short though. Like I wonder like, a, I'll ask deeper questions later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but Tia is like, yeah, he is Derek's friend's brother. Oh, yeah. And then I met him a few times like at the party at like a Vietnamese festival or Shadi Du Year festival. Um, and then uh, so like fast forward a few years, we started playing badminton as a group. So with your brother's group, like that friend group, mm-hmm. uh, we play badminton like every week and then we did board games and food every week. Um, and then we got, we got closer like that because um, this guy's a really funny kid. Uh, <laughs> so it was really fun when we played board games together. I think, uh, what was our most popular board game? Like Avalon? Avalon, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm I'm the best liar, but, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so... Uh, I guess, like, I don't know. I think you've watched a few of my episodes, but I'm very big on, like, friendship. Like, um, yeah, I, I really like friendship and I like talking about how we're friends and, like, I guess what we mean to each other. Mm-hmm. So it is. It might be, like, a bit of a um, deep question, uh, but uh, I, did, I think I did ask you to prepare, but, like, what do we mean to each other? Do you, yeah. Do you want me to go first or? Yeah, maybe. If you okay, go okay, first. yeah, I'll go first. So, um, so Paul is... Uh, a really good egg like I think it's very rare to meet good eggs and I've told you before um, I think you're one of the very like few people that I can have back and forth conversation with and where we uh, match on the same wavelength so that's why it was really sad when you went um, to Brisbane but it's like been four years already so it's like time goes, time goes by so fast you found a replacement already <laughs> <laughs> no no one can ever replace you yeah so Paul is like a Basically, like uh, people, people know that I have very strict criteria for what I call like a friend, right? But obviously, I'll call every, anyone a friend. Like, oh yeah, my friend, my friend. But like people who's really my friend, it's like a handful. So you're pretty much one of those handful, and you already know right. that. <laughs> you already know that because um, it's 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 like I have a strict criteria, but it's very um easy criteria. I think it's just I just need to be able to have back and forth. Like you stimulate me, and I think in turn, I hopefully I stimulate you, and you make me laugh. Um, you have your own viewpoints in life, and like we come together and discuss those viewpoints. Um, and I think yeah, you're you're a good friend to me because we can talk about stuff, and my time with you is fun. So that's that's what you mean to me. And I would I would put you. I don't know. It doesn't matter if you don't feel the same, but I think I would put you as like pretty much almost close friend because i don't know if you saw, uh, watched my video but it's like um it's like acquaintance and then it's like friend for five years and then it's like close friend and then it's like soulmates <laughs> yeah which yeah yeah so i think i'll put you pretty close to soulmate um and yeah really that's yeah that's what you mean to me really close friend that we can have stimulating conversations with yeah appreciate it thanks um 
First, I'd like to preface by saying, um, so I, I don't feel the same way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. I think friends, um, I think we've talked about this before yeah. in the past, are uh, very um, interesting to me. Like, I really value my friends. Um, I think it's really important to have um, social, uh, like, relationships and mm. um, as we talked about before as well. Um, but to me, I don't really separate in yeah. terms of, like, oh, best friend, close friend or mm. acquaintances. Mm. Obviously, there are acquaintances that you meet, like, mm. Uh, you might just see them every day or like, I mean, every now and then like a barista or something. Yeah. But more so like- Well, if, you think baristas are your acquaintances? Yeah. I mean, like if you like <laughs> know them by their first name basis, it's uh, like, you know, okay. you're like, hey, how's it going? Like, uh, as we were saying, yeah. like how, um, like just the daily conversations, like banters, like they know uh, you, you know them. That's, I, I consider that like okay. acquaintance as well. Yeah. Um, but more so um, anyone that I kind of like know, um, like that I meet through uni or- um, like socials or anything like that are friends yeah. and yeah. then people who I spend more time talking to about like how we have a lot of deep conversations and yeah. stuff I'd consider close friends so um, yeah you are um, one of my close friends as well mm. um, but I've got like, um, like I think I put everyone as like close yeah. like, that I talk a lot to as close friends yes because every time like let's say I've been gone for like four months and yeah. I come back when I talk to you it's still the same yeah and as you said before that we can have like quite deep conversations yeah um, talk about really stimulating topics uh. um share similar views and even though there are views that we don't agree on yeah. we still you know talk about it yeah. you can see from each other's perspective yeah. and then agree to disagree on topics yes. that we don't think uh you know it's just that's just how people are yeah and yes yeah, so i just put every, everyone as close friends instead yeah. of having like a, a hierarchy like oh you're my best friend yeah because i think it's at, at the end of the day everyone's just you know there to um how do i say it? like as in just more for a social kind of thing yeah yeah there's no need to separate between um, best friend or like mm. second best friend or like whatever but that's just my take on it yeah. yeah but like if i asked you if are there people that you feel more closely connected to like could you answer that or are you gonna say that all your close friends you connect at the same level like how do you feel about that question yeah i think i'd be i'd be lying if i said it was all equal yeah um, yeah i think at the end of the day like even though um i like to compare this to how like your um like a parent treats their child so let's oh. say I'm in a family of three. Yes. And my mom says she loves us all the same. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, but she, she likes the one that's most obedient, of course. <laughs> but um, more so, like, she'll treat everyone the same, but everyone will have um, a different relationship with my mom. Yeah. So in particular things she might be strict on. So, for example, for me, she'll be strict on studies and yep. um, getting into a relationship. Yeah. But other things she knows um, she trusts me in, so she's less, um, she's more lenient on that. And, for example, my brother, um He'll, she'll be more because um, he's graduated already yeah. and he's working my mom will be more lenient on his work and stuff yeah. but more strict on like going out or like um, drinking and all that so yeah, yeah. and so I think that's uh, like it's kind of parallels what I think of as in a friendship so yeah. even though there are friends that um, I talk more to there'll be different topics that we resonate with or um, in terms of morals uh, we yeah. align more with but other friends for example I've got a friend who I can talk a lot about um, deep relationship stuff oh or just even um, like life as a medical student. Yeah. And for another friend, I can talk more about um, like uh, badminton and games because yep. that's what we have in common. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, can that call that connection then? Like, would you, can you relate that to a stronger connection when you can relate to the person more? Yeah. I think yeah. a strong connection, but I think in different topics. Okay. If, so, if that makes sense. So like, so you still, you wouldn't be able to separate like, okay, this person is closer than this one. Like I know like having hierarchies and stuff like that, that sounds bad, right? But mm. then it's more like how you feel connected to a person. Does that make sense? Like, 
that's that's how I categorize it. It's mm. easy, yeah. Because I, I, for me, I categorizing isn't a bad thing, and like labeling isn't a bad thing. It's just how I kind of organize my life in a mm. way. Yeah. So if I were to say, what if you haven't met that super best friend, like? Would you be open to meeting a friend? It can be your partner as well, future mm. partner as well, that is like fully 100% connected with you, heart and soul. You would then put them on the best friend pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I think um, that is definitely a possibility. I think I don't like to, um, like it's like you never never say never. Um, yeah. That could happen. Yeah. Like it might be that I haven't met um, a soulmate or someone who I've been, I put as a best friend yet. Yeah. But more so like uh, in the past from my previ- previous experience, I've always considered my partner uh, in my yeah. previous relationships my best friend so yeah. i think at that level we can connect on a lot of different topics yeah. and um because we spend the most time with your partner as well yes but um i think i do it is possible that um subconsciously i do have like friends that i talk more to that i consider um closer than other friends but yeah. i try not to think about that it's yeah. more so just um at different times there's different topics that i can talk to different people yeah at. so for example if i'm struggling with um struggles in like uh, in university yeah, or yeah. um just friendships i'll yeah. talk to a specific friend yeah and if i want to know more about badminton or yeah. some other things then i'll talk to another friend about that. okay yeah. okay so w- one last question on this topic then okay so you see your partner as like the best friend right and i think yeah. a lot of people see that yeah. but are you open to the idea or not open to that idea that you can have a platonic best friend on the same level as well or do you think that only your partner can be on that level oh no i'm open to the idea i think oh, um, okay okay, okay. Uh, i think uh I do agree that there, like, you know, as I mentioned, like you never say never, like that could yeah. happen. Okay, um, maybe okay. I just haven't found that yeah. person yet. Yeah. But also I think maybe the way that I view friendships might be also mm. restricting me from having that said um, friendship yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Cause I usually reserve it for my partner. Yeah. Cause I, I like everything I just tell my partner about. Yeah. 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 And I think that's fine. Yeah, just I a different think, take. Yeah. yeah but, I think it's a different way how we think as yeah, well. But right? Obviously open to the idea. And like, yeah. um, I think that's what, uh, why we enjoy talking to each, each yeah. other because we have different perspectives but yeah. i think we can both see the other side as well yeah. yeah okay okay oh thank you for sharing that's right i'm glad at least we have like some sort of same expectation of each other <laughs> <laughs> um and we'll go on to the segment mm. which is catch of the day mm. do you know why it's called catch of the day no <laughs> you know how my podcast is called deep sneak yeah so uh, like deep sea that's pretty and smart then, yeah. and then like you know fish of the day you know but like catch of the day it's kind of cringe but i like it <laughs> yeah so um did you prepare yourself uh, i thought of a few you yeah. thought of a few okay okay because i just realized i didn't um prepare but then while you were talking i got, I got one so very easy okay. okay you go first what's your catch of the day paul um so there's this uh, so two YouTube channels that okay. I've recently watched. Um, one okay. of them I shared with my brother and he, he quite enjoyed it as yeah. well. Um, interesting. But so <laughs> they're both cooking channels. So they do shorts um, okay. and also <gasps> YouTube videos as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll talk about the... So one's like more family friendly and the other one's quite... Um, what, what, what are the ratings? Like XR or whatever. Like oh, R-rated? M- or... R-rated, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, the first one is um, Iron Chef Dad. Oh, so he's this, um, yeah, I think he's, his name's Susu, I think. Okay. And so what he does is he's, um, they do a lot of different variety of foods, like they, a uh, variety of, um, videos. So yeah. one, they, um, go and try out different fast food chains. Yeah. Or there's one where he brings like a fast food chain, re- uh, food. And then he tells his dad, Hey dad, can you make this gourmet? And his oh. dad is like absolutely amazing. Like, oh, I think I know yeah. this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's crazy. Like with yeah. the ingredients that he has, <laughs> he can make it like the flavor profiles, his understanding yeah. of like the different, um, like different, how the foods are uh, mixed together and the yep. flavors. I, I just found that really 
it's just um like when you're very good at your craft yep. then you're able to think at that level i it's, think it's quite quite sexy it, yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's it's an asian couple oh like it's the yeah, asian dad right and a son. Yeah, yeah yeah and he's like got a beard or something and then yeah it's like was, white black hair yeah his dad's really cool yeah, yeah. yeah. okay 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 yeah and then mm-hmm. the second so i really like that channel yeah and the more recent channel that i saw is i don't know his name but he makes like really seductive um cooking videos so is he vegetarian no he's not vegetarian oh, okay, but okay. it's really weird so like for example when he's trying to cook like um like a like a meat dish yeah he grabs a slab of meat and he slaps it like he goes like oh, just to demonstrate he goes like this yeah. and like he sniffs it a lot and then he like fondles the food oh. it's quite seductive but um like he makes the videos really good Dude, does he wear black gloves no, it doesn't. He just wears like a really tight, um, oh. like a like a a smart shirt. Wait, is he a pastry chef? That one? No, he does. He does a lot of desserts. Like, um, it looks really good. Yeah, but he also makes like pastas and stuff. I think I'm, I feel like I know the dude. Yeah. Okay, I, I think it's Cedric something. Cedric something. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, it's like we'll the videos are made really well because yeah. it's like just you can see a section of his kitchen. Yep. And like he always cleans up after he cooks. I, I think I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. it's very like the music over it. Look, it's like everything just pieces really well yeah. together. But it's yeah. just very, very seductive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you feel inspired like when you watch his videos? Um, like more so his cook because his cooking he makes like quite a range of things like uh, from all the way from pastries like really nice looking pastries yeah. to um really cool dishes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I just really like cooking videos. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, I like them too. Um, yeah. there's I thought you got to mention like Tiff Cooks. That's one YouTube channel oh, that I like watching. Okay. She's pretty much like I think she's a stay at home like wife i'm not sure but mm. she makes a lot of food for her husband oh. and like i'm so jealous i wish she was my wife um <laughs> like she makes taiwanese food i think the ta- i'm not a show for taiwanese yeah. but they make a lot of asian food okay. but yeah thank you for your check it out no, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I think i watched both of them <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> nice um so my catch of the day is a k-drama mm. um so i don't know if you know this but like i like watching uh k-dramas that are adapted from my webtoon but what i do is i read the webtoon um, first before I watch the K-drama because I can judge, oh, yeah. mm. judge the adaptation. So the previous one was Moving. Um, that was really good. Ooh, I finished it. I was going to watch that. Yeah. Oh, watch it, watch it. It's okay. good. But this re- recommendation right now is Death's Game. So oh. so the premise is that he um, uh, unalives himself, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's I think the undertone of it is not really like, oh, you know, unaliving is bad for you. You don't do it. It's not really that. Like, I think they only address it really briefly. But basically, like, um, he unalyzes himself and then he makes fun of death on the way to death. So he's like, oh, uh, I can't remember what it was, but maybe it's like, I hate death. Um, death is the easy way out. And then death got offended. So death is a character, right? Mm. So death is like, because you offended me, I'm going to make you die 12 more times. Mm. I think it's 12 or 13 more times. So then it basically goes through the lives that he lives, um, 13 different lives. Mm. the webtoon has uh like a ending kind of uh what, what do you what do you call it? like purpose like there's a vision for mm. why the, the lesson that he's trying to teach us oh, it has yeah. that mm-hmm. i'm not sure if the k-drama is going to have the same lesson mm. but i'm looking forward to seeing um what the lesson is but basically like i like how they adapted it because the sto- in the webtoon the stories are separated mm. and the lives are connected but um, in this one, they make the lives more connected. So mm. it's like interesting to view on screen. Like, I don't know if you have opinions on how you watch like screenplay versus like webtoon. It's like as a webtoon, it was a really good webtoon. Like I cried so much, right? Mm. But um, as a drama, like adapted for screen, like when you only have one hour and there's only eight episodes, mm. there's so much you can do, right? So there's some things that the director chose to do to change the um, plot points, but I think it was done really well. And oh, the okay. other reason why um, I recommend it is because it's got a lot of A-list actors so I don't know if they're A-list, but they're popular actors. Yeah, the that, list, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like from different dramas. Yeah. Like Alchemy of Souls, yeah. the, the main dude and like one of the uh, second main leads or whatever. Um, they're in this drama. 
in mm. one episode as like enemies. So oh. it's and the acting is so good. Like okay, I I, I love it so much. So yeah. um the it's so four episodes out on Amazon Prime right now. Mm. Um but it's, the rest are coming up January fifth, so next mm. week. So January fifth is gonna be a crazy day. But I want to recommend something else too. Yeah, sure. So it's another K drama. It's called Gyeongsan's Creature. Oh, um, Park So Jun. Yeah, Park So Jun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just binged three or four episodes yesterday mm. and I think it's the same deal. Half is released on Netflix now mm. and the other half is being released next week, January 5 as well. Okay. So January 5 is going to be a party. I'm going to be at this TV just watching. But Yosa Creature is not an adaptation, um, but it's uh, it's an original story, but it kind of think like Stranger Things, um, mm. Sweet Home. Mm. So it's like there's an alien, oh, okay. evil kind of thing and then it's yeah that story but it's set in um old seoul when mm. it was called gyeongsan and it was being occupied by japan mm. um so it's based on that and park so jun it's actually a really good actor like i didn't like uh itay one class like mm. i hated itay one class uh, that's the <laughs> i think i don't like romance webtoons and adaptions like that uh, anyway. you don't like because of his hair or <laughs> <laughs> no this that's a story i think the story was interesting i don't mm. like romances yeah so this isn't Really romance based, but it's good. I mm. like it. So, Gyeongsan Creature is the other recommendation. Yeah. I saw that. Um, I was actually planning to watch it, but then yeah. I heard that a lot of the reviews for Gyeongsan Creature wasn't that good. Yeah, I was reading that too. Yeah. People are saying, like, oh, the creature is not too fleshed out. There's no backstory. But mm. I don't know. I, I go in with no expectations oh, okay. and it's just entertainment for me. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, I think I had more expectations for Death Game because I read the webtoon, mm. right? And you know, uh, mostly you know when a webtoon is good enough to be adapted to screen, you know mm. the webtoon is good. Mm. Uh, at least at base level good. Yeah. But when it's like an original K drama, like original storyline, mm. I think it's a bit harder, mm. so I don't ha expect that much. Mm. So I'll just watch it for if you like the actors or yeah. if you like the concept. Yeah, add it to the list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting that you said um, that the changes that the um, director added were good because yeah. that's really rare. Normally people yeah. say, oh, like they shouldn't have done that exactly because the web team was better. Exactly. Yeah. And the same thing happened to moving. The mm. director changed. Oh, no, actually, so with moving, um, it's a bit different because the uh, the screenplay was done by the actual original webtoon author oh okay. yeah that's why it was good that's okay. why i accepted it right okay. but then i guess like um death game it was just done well done done tastefully mm. yeah yeah okay yeah so because yeah. those two were ones i wanted to watch originally but yeah. i'll add girls on creatures yes yes yes, yes. Well. Yeah. moving death game girls on creatures oh, things to watch. So, so good. <laughs> uh okay awesome so thank you for the catch of the day thank that's you for right. sharing um i think well ah oh, yeah I know we kind of like, we're going backwards, right? We first talked about like what we mean to each other and like mm. why we're friends. But I think we should introduce you. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So who are you, Paul? Yeah, so um, my name is Paul. Um, <laughs> I'm a student at the moment, currently, study, currently studying in um, Brisbane, in Queensland. Yeah. And um, I'm going to my final year of medicine next year. And so, yeah, so far I'm really enjoying it. Uh, like I love everything about it. I think it, it's... Um, I think still still early to tell, but so far I'm really enjoying all the content like science, uh, human sciences and talking to people. And also like in my spare time, I do enjoy uh, playing badminton, mm. watching K-dramas, animes, Chinese dramas, like, yeah, quite like quite a variety of stuff. Um, mm. and yeah. I can't believe you still have time to do all that. No, like I, I, I skip a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, well, you said like you're still too early to tell, but you like it so far? Like you, As in like, um, I think a lot of people, like you hear from a lot of people, like um, as they progress through, they get jaded. Yeah. Uh, I just want to like, I don't want to, 
be like one of those like very optimistic like oh I love it like <gasps> can't imagine doing something else but okay I, I do really enjoy it I think but um you always have days like those and you yeah. might things might come up that might change your mind but right. so far I've really enjoyed okay. it yeah okay okay yeah. um there's actually something I wanted to ask you yeah. like for a long time I remember when we first met there was something that you said like during the time where you were trying to get into med mm. you were like the only thing I want to do is med. I don't want to do anything else yeah. and it sucks, but the only thing I want to do is med. Yeah. So I like, I really, I'm, I'm curious about that. Like how did you know you wanted to do med and when did you find out? And like, how come that feeling is so strong? And is that still the case? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's a bit of a loaded question. No, 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 no. That's a good question. I think, <laughs> yeah. um, I think I still feel the same way. Mm. Um, I think this is like what um, I would have imagined it to be. And it is what it is. Like, I think yeah. it's a good mix of, you know, um, human sciences and also getting to talk to people and all the like clinical reasoning, like problem solving and stuff. Aww. And it's, I think um, it's very, it's quite a privilege um, to mm. be able to work so closely with, you know, with sick people and um, just patients in general. And I think back then um, I did like it, when I was younger, I did want to become a doctor, but then I think I kind of just like phased that off. Yeah. And then because in high school, I was really, I really enjoyed maths and I was like, Oh, oh let's do actuary. <gasps> and then, so I went into the course, I um, went into um, uh, science wanting to do actuary and then I realized maths is really hard. Like <laughs> you knew maths is so hard. <laughs> like I think oh. it's like a hundred times harder than, than high school maths. How I, like, yes. That was what I felt at least. And um, I think that dream kind of just <laughs> went to the side real quick. And I was I like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I think after, cause I did, it wasn't actually science. I did biomed. Yeah. Um, yep, but yep. I, it was like tailored for medicine. Yeah. Um, and I think I was interested in bioengineering as well. And What's... through going through that course um, and doing the bioengineering and yeah. also, you know, volunteering, talking to people, I think yep. I enjoyed that human-human, um, um, oh. I guess, relationship. Yeah. So then I think I just went for medicine. And then maybe because I was so fixated on trying to get in, because yeah. it took me a while to get in. I was yeah. like, you know, um, like not the smartest student, <laughs> but um, I really wanted to get in. And mm. then... Um, took me like two years to get in and then mm. I did my honours whilst I was doing that. And yeah. then once I got in, I think it was um, exactly as what I thought it'd be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but like, how did you want to become a doctor? Like, where did you get that idea from? I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's very, um, like all interview unis, yes. when they interview, most unis, when they interview, they always ask, yeah. um, oh, why do you want to become a doctor? I think it's very cliche answer <laughs> to be like, oh, you want to help people because you can help people by doing anything like yes. that, volunteering, being an accountant, you yes. know, working at Coles or whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, but I think like, as I mentioned, like everything combined, like the human sciences, being able to help people mm. um, and also the human human interactions, because mm. you're in a very um, like, I guess they're in a very vulnerable uh, position when they're sick, you know, they don't feel like they're not happy. They're not in the best mindset and just being able to like help them through that. And then um, yeah. having that, uh, clinical reasoning because it's like kind of like detective work when you're trying to figure out what they ah, have yeah i know so it's, it's oversimplified um i yeah, think yeah 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 um like it's uh, still very early for me to tell but this is from my experiences from now but yeah um i think all that piece together made me really um like enjoy medicine so yeah. so like your initial reasoning is you really do just want to save people right yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like okay i don't know like i think everyone likes to have that like uh, I don't know if it's like hero mentality, but like, oh, helping yeah. other people out, like saving lives. But yep. Yep. Um, like the more you go through medicine, you realize that, um, <laughs> I think we talked about this before, you can save a lot more lives by doing like public health or mm. um, policies mm. or like research. Um, but I think uh, what doctors do is like really admirable and pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I like, I, I mean, I don't, I know 
only I only know things, the things about the medical field that I know mm. from like watching K dramas and yeah. like you, right? And yeah. I know K dramas like unrealistic. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> but I like I really hope that your honourable reason for wanting to be a doctor stays like that because mm. I know I mean it's not just the me- medical world, but it's like every career, whatever. There's mm. always the politics thing, right? Yeah. And then you realise the futility of life. All you're doing is working to survive, right? Yeah. Blah blah blah, whatever. But I hope you keep that you know heart because mm. um. Like I think you, you probably know better than me, but I'm pretty sure like most so, or some people just want to make money, um, mm. and it's like a good career to make money, right? And like I mean, everyone has a reason. I'm not gonna judge. Like I, I want to make money too, mm. and it's fine. But um, yeah, no, it's really cool that you have an honorable reason, and I don't know example of persevering to to mm. the very end. <laughs> like I really do wonder what I know what you'd be. You'll be a florist if you weren't a doctor, yes, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, obviously your doctor is your first dream. So mm. yeah, no, that's cool. Yes, I still want to um open of a florist when I, know, I retire, I but um, that's like a later thing yeah. <laughs> yeah do you want to share a bit about um the pathway for uh medicine like and what you want to specialize in um i think there, like the um so when you're in med school um it might be different between other med schools but you get put on placements yeah and like for a certain duration hours are seven weeks yeah and you get put on different rotations like pediatrics with kids yeah. uh, obstetrics with um females who are uh, i mean sorry um Patients who are yeah. giving birth. Yeah. And also, um, so I just wanted to avoid, just in case, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good, that's good. Just to be safe, yeah. politically correct. Um, and <laughs> also, um, you get put in like mental health which oh. um, and then surgery. Yeah. So just a lot of different areas. Yeah. And I think that kind of, um, it's it, it's good to keep an open mind. Yeah. But you also, as you go through those um, those areas, you kind of have a vibe of like whether you might like it or not. Because mm. I always tell you to have a look at like the consultant life. Or like yeah. what the um what you are when you be, like when you come out of it the end game and also look at how um the registrars are doing because yeah. that's they're going through the training mm. so they'll have a bit of a representation of um like what it'd be like in that field mm. and yeah I think as a doctor as I mentioned before it's good to be uh open minded and be well rounded so it's good to yeah. know everything I mean learn a bit about everything because yeah. once you specialize you won't um you, you won't be doing much of the other areas because you'll just be specialized in the field that you're working in yeah Yeah. but so the pathway um there's two like you mean after medicine or during medicine oh just like no just you like what do you want to be what do you want to specialize in i'm like quite interested in like a few fields like you know surgery radiology um gp as well Um, oh and psychiatry was i i really enjoyed it was yeah (gasps) yeah that was was quite interesting yeah 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 would you a lot of students didn't really like it like Mm. from what i heard Mm. but i just thought it was really straightforward um it was very interesting to learn. Yeah. And yeah. like mental health is like pretty big. It's just that yeah. it's um like not, I guess, yeah, not many people go into it, but it, it's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize not many people go into yeah, I think it. From what I've heard from a yeah. lot of like the people that I talked to, they just thought they prefer more like medical side because yeah. um, more um like like biological. Like, I mean, yeah, it, I know what it, you mean. it's yeah. wrong to say biological because <laughs> all this medicine is biological. Yes. Um, it's just... They prefer more um, like medical side rather than mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Like physical, I know what, physical yeah, health. Sorry, something yeah. that's less abstract, right? Yeah. Because yeah, 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 it's mental hard to health. grasp. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. How interested are you in psychiatry though? Like, I was quite interested in it. Yeah? I, think, I, I'm, I guess when I go through rotations, I'm usually quite interested in, <laughs> or like, I think it's, it's I just enjoy learning. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because um, I know like I was just talking about saving people and whatnot and like mental health is important, but yeah. uh, what I heard is like psychiatry is one of the, you know, most highest paying, but <laughs> also work life, work life balance is good. That's, yeah. that's what i heard yeah. but you know it's I think, yeah that. it's like it really has to uh, depend on what you want like what you want to get out of i think the career because um 
Yeah, like yeah. um, if you'd be working for the rest of your life, so yeah. um, you should enjoy it. Yeah, and then yeah. different people, as we said before, yeah. have different reasons as to why they yeah. do certain things. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so when you specialize, yeah, can't you go back to learning? Like, hey, I don't want to be a heart surgeon anymore. I want to switch jobs. Like, can you do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's just okay. it takes long, but yeah. there are people who've um, like for example, done. Um, I, I know a doctor who did GP. Okay. And then he did it for a few years, and he saw that um, like mental health wasn't really like it. 15 minutes or I think it's 45 for the oh, mental health oh. um, blocks Yeah, um, wasn't enough to cover all the issues that the um, patient had. Mm. And he just wanted to see more of like psych. So then he um, went, um, applied for the college and then did all like the training and then become a psychiatrist. Yeah. What? That's so cool. Yeah. It is pretty cool. It's just time consuming. Yeah. yeah. And psychiatry is one of the shorter ones. I think they're trying to oh. extend it um, oh. later on, but um, it's like a bit faster to get in. Oh, interesting. And like shorter duration. So, yeah, okay, um, okay. As opposed to like other training programs because yes. a lot of people want to do it. So then it takes longer to like, oh. it's quite competitive. And oh, okay. um, as you know, like the training force, um, a surgeon will be really yeah. like quite time consuming because you want like well-trained surgeons. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And there's limited spots as well. Yeah. yeah. Is there any kind of like, do you, uh, like less prestige if you've been through a lot of specializations or is it like more prestige that you've been through more specializations? Mm. I don't know what like the, how do you, yeah, what's your perception I, of those people I don't in the think medical it's, world? I don't really think it's prestige. It's more so uh, like um, it's like good on them for like wanting to do what they uh, want to are pursuing. Okay, okay. Um, but from what I was told, like it's pretty rare that people do um, oh. like multiple because mm. people like it takes really long. Like for example, like for I don't know the rough like the exact date yep. um duration, but for example, for surgery, it might take like a minimum of ten years. So yeah. that's you're training 10 years for that. Minimum. And then if you want to change, it'll take more time as well. If you yeah. pick like another um, career pathway, that's quite um, like quite lengthy as well. Is it really 10 years? Um, From what I was told, but like, I think you only know, like there's different durations for different people. Like it depends on like how, how good you are. Yep. If you meet the right people at the yep. right time. And yep. also um, like which state as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. Dude, this is so interesting to me because like, I, I, as you know, I was never interested in the medical field and I think yeah. I've been telling people like, after talking to more people in the medical field, like, oh, f I wish I was interested because yeah. like, I didn't, I mean like when you're young, you don't mm. really know much, right? Mm. You think it's like a linear progression, which I mean, it sort of is. Like you choose this and then you progress the rest of your life, whatever. But I didn't know when you get into a med, it's not just doctor. Like you're not just, I think in my head, all I was like, it's just doctor. Right? <laughs> I didn't know anything about like surgery, psychiatry, mm. um, all of these fields, ophthalmology, like anesthesia. It's like, it's just, there's so much to it, but it sounds so fun. Like it, it's almost like a game. Like you get in and then like your world opens up even more and then mm. you get to pick your job class. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. If you think about it as a game, then yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, like, like Maple Story or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I'm just, I, like, I wish I was interested because that sounds really fun. Like, because mm. like my career is just a software engineer, right? And um, you kind of just, your progression is just, you go all the way to manager level, which I think is most corporate, mm. I guess, like type jobs. Mm. So it's so interesting. And like, this is a bit of a tangent, but I was talking to someone um, the other day and uh, she was saying that her like uh, optimal friends and like uh, were wanting to switch careers um, because like optimum, there's like a ceiling. And then like, if you want to get paid more, you they, they want to switch want to change something else mm. so um my, like the, my point is i guess like what's the ceiling i mean i guess like the ceiling for med in in the med industry is like a bit higher right so mm. do people ever quit becoming a doctor to do something smaller does that make sense uh, what i'm trying to say is like because like there's a lot of people um that like quit 
corporate like lawyers mm. and, um, and stuff like that and then they open up a cafe and I'm not going to say that like cafe earns, earns more money but it's like a, it's definitely like a passion right like if you succeed you earn more money but is there ever like you quit being a doctor to open up a cafe like I think, feel like I've never heard of that because I think the medical field I'm still trying to like figure out the whole health science fields like mm. yeah have you ever heard of stuff like that um I haven't I actually haven't heard of it before. Oh. Like I've heard of um, people dropping out like after <laughs> like graduating or yeah. like, um, like there's like a lot of like people recommend a lot of books about people who after they go through medicine, they see like, um, like whether their training program is like a bit um, like they see things or whatever yeah. and then they end up dropping out and doing dropping something out. else. I think yeah. there's a, this guy wrote a book, um, like one of the obstetricians recommended it to me. Oh. He said how um, there was this doctor who went through um, the training and yep. he didn't he um saw a lot of tragedies that happened or wow. um just like i i don't know the full story because yep. i haven't read the book yep, yep, yep. um but then uh, he ended up being a comedian instead oh yeah so uh, like, oh. i'm sure there's a lot of um stories like that yeah and there's like this other guy who's like anesthetist but also he does like a chef half the time i don't know how you do that how like do you do good that time management. yeah what yeah um oh that's yeah cooking in medicine is like yeah. so different i saw that video on um it wasn't like a like a youtube reel or something <gasps> but that was interesting yeah wow. yeah but i think i'm sure it happens mm. I, like, I might have not, just not heard of it yeah um and i think if you sorry what your question was um if they drop like oh um, i guess my question was also like, like how high is the ceiling or like for you mean like a specialization income, or? income income yeah i actually haven't thought about that but like you hear figures and stuff like yeah. there's this thing called road so, R-O-A-D? Yeah, so it's like, oh. they say it's the like top earning specialties. Ah, yeah, so yep, yep. um, radiologists, ophthalmology, ophthalmology, anesthetics, and dermatology. Yeah. But I think it also depends on whether you work like public or yes. private. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, a lot of factors, whether you open your own clinic or you yeah. work for like a hospital or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... I guess, and then my other question was like, does anyone, yeah, does anyone ever quit from being like in the medical field to just being something completely different. For example, like the chef thing or the comedian thing. Cause yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, it, it people does. Do. yeah. I just probably, I just don't hear it. Yeah, often, I yeah. guess so. But there yeah. are like, like stories. And as you yeah. said, like whether, if you get famous then you'll be earning more money as well. Yeah. But yeah, I never really thought of the, um, the income cap. Oh, like I just, the cap. Okay. it's more just like, I just take it like, cause it's like step by step. Like, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah figure that out later. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think yeah. most in any field, um, a lot of docs said like any field that you're working on in medicine, you'll be comfortable anyway. So yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, um, I, in it, right. I don't think I hear a lot about people thinking of switching careers. Like, mm. um, from outside looking in, they're like, Oh dude, IT people earn so much money. You have so many jobs that you don't need. You have so many like, um, job classes that we made up so mm. that we can pay people to do nothing. And it's mm. true. IT is kind of like that. Right. Mm. So people think like, cause IT didn't used to be an industry where, um, your Asian parents would be like, Oh yeah, go do IT. It makes a lot of money, but it does make a lot of money, mm. um, for what you do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't want to say like, uh, it's like less hard work than being like a doctor, but I mean, it's less physically taxing, mm. I would think, um, or from my perspective anyway. So if in my industry, I don't think I hear many people say like, oh, I want to switch careers, you know, mm. I want to make more money because we're all freaking comfortable. <laughs> like mm. we're all, we work from home, right? Like, like, thank the Lord. Um, we work from home and we do things that we like, like problem solving, right? Programming and stuff like that. And we get paid a lot. So, um, to hear us, my friend talk about, um, how like optometrists, like they want to switch jobs. They want to work from home, you know, like the, mm. the world's so different now. Like they want to work, like, before before COVID, we didn't know that you could be a mum, but we're, we're from home, right? I mean, I think the sorry, I think it did exist. Like if you were a mum and you had your own business, but no one really thought that you could have a corporate career 
but work from home, but still be a mum because mm. that's what everyone is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's realizing it's so easy to, I don't know if you know much about the work from home life, but like parents uh, in corporate jobs, they just drop, they have time to drop off kids, pick up kids, right? Mm. And like they're away at nine. It's chill. They're just like, I'm going to go pick up my kids. We don't care. Like mm. you do your job throughout the day. We don't care what you do, right? So that's mm. the life. So that's why like, it's interesting to hear now, like people in uh, like a, uh, the related health science field thinking like, oh, we want to make more money, but we also want to work from home so that they just switch careers. Mm. Um, yeah, that's why I was wondering like in your, I guess the medical field, uh, I don't know if it's right to separate like health sciences and like medical field, but like when you go through med, it's a bit different, but just want to hear, I, I want to know if you think like that too, but I feel like you don't because you work so hard to get there because mm. <laughs> you've got to be comfy anyway. Mm. So it's like kind of like same in IT. Yeah. yeah. I think... Like a lot of people, like everyone, everyone's worked hard to get into medicine yes. and like do what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but um, even people who work hard, sometimes they like might find a career somewhere else. And mm. I think you really have to be in it for like passion or at least yeah. be good at it. Like some people who are just really, like really smart, yep. um, they're doing it. And because like I always say to people, oh, you can earn, probably earn like a lot more money somewhere else if you were to put in that amount of effort and oh, the amount of time. Because okay. it's like, it's like quite a lot of uh, it's quite time consuming and yeah. a lot of hard work um before you actually start making a lot of money as yeah. a doctor yeah and i think like i'm quite inexperienced in that aspect because uh, yeah. it's still early for me i'm still a yeah. medical student so <laughs> yeah. it's hard for me to kind of understand the whole concept yeah but like even though we don't hear about people dropping out yeah i'm sure they're like there are um you know a few that that happen and also there's like lawyers and physios who um like do their course and they realize, oh, oh and fa- a lot of pharmacists as well, yeah. they realize, oh, like this is actually not that good. And then yeah. they, they do medicine. So it's like, yeah, it's pretty interesting. What? Yeah. There's like a lot of mature age students as well, like parents Whoa. and like not many, but um, I mean, not like a majority of them, yeah, but there yeah, are yeah. quite a few in every cohort. Lawyer to med? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's I think crazy. A, few, a few cohorts above we've got, we had a lawyer who, who went and did medicine. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like lawyers are, make a lot of money already, don't they? I'm not sure about how much they earn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. So I don't know if it's like inexperience or if it's like you don't think about it because I think about things very holistically. I don't mm. think it's experience. I think like if you do your research and you just mm. know and but anyway, yeah. it doesn't I don't, like, yeah. I'm not like, um, like, I don't think much into it. I think that's why I don't yeah. do the research. It's more so like, step um, by step, I don't think like about it. Like maybe later. Like, yeah. 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 Makers right now, I don't have any um, like things I need to pay off at the moment. Oh, so I'm not, not really thinking about money. Yeah, yeah no, so, no dependence and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. once like maybe when I start working, I'll be like, yep. oh, like this is where the money's going. Yeah. And more, um, I guess, uh, financial responsibility. Yeah. Look, but I guess it's a good thing that you're not thinking about money, you know? It means like uh, you're, you're yeah, actually, I, I guess, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. Your, your motivations are pure. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you, yeah. you could say, put it yeah, that way. Yeah. And the other thing I, I want to address was, uh, even though like, I, I know you mentioned that like, um, you know, a lot of the corporate jobs are work from home. Yeah. I think, there are um, not work from home per se for yep. medicine, but more so um, I think when you become more senior, yep. there is quite a lot of flexibility with the Ooh. hours that you work. I think you can choose. And like when you when you do private, you can also pick your hours Ooh. more as well. Um, and obviously if you're not working, then you won't get paid. Yep. for. Um, yep. um, but also like you can pick the days that you consult or like do surgeries as well. Yeah. And um, what was the, there was like another thing I wanted to say was, oh, like with um, – uh, like maternity leave and stuff. I think some colleges are becoming more lenient on that as well. Oh. Yeah. So they allow for time off because I know what? when you take time off, like what people say is like, it sets you back a bit because you're yeah. like out of touch from 
um, the field or yes. um, they don't like it when you discontinue. They like yes. it to just finish it off. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so are you saying that like, you know, a few years back maternity leave was not a good, like it wasn't. Uh, for certain fields, well, like I think like for um, certain like um, specialties that you want to do, like surgery, it's like quite a lot of oh. quite in, um, intense training. And if you miss out on a bit, like you you might lose touch. So they oh. prefer not to, yeah. So is, is it kind of like a true statement that it's kind of hard for women to, I guess, su- not succeed, but like go through all that? Like it's, is it hard to? Um, I think uh, like in the past, it, 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 um, actually, I'm not too sure mm. about that. Um, okay. But you do hear a lot of people talk about that saying how it, it is difficult um, and they're trying to move away from that. Like there yeah. are people who advocate for that, which is really good. Yes. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm not, um, I don't know the full story, but uh, like, like there are people who um, have said that it's been, it's like difficult for them to go through like as a female or someone yeah. of, of color or like yes. different race. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the industry is, it is becoming yeah, a bit more progressive. Yeah. Cause they're trying to foster more like less bullying, more like supportive. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be so random, right? But you know, the technology in the medical field, is it yeah. actually really that outdated? Like, cause uh, um, all I've heard is that the technology is outdated like the machines and as in like the surgical stuff or like more so like the um, database or just yeah like, yeah like the, database tools that you use for everyday like medical stuff is that true? i think yeah i've heard of that a lot from different people they said yeah um, i think like the system's a bit old or a bit slow yeah i think it's like some they're implementing they're moving away from like paper towards okay. like some hospitals who use paper yeah they're moving more towards like electronic, yep. like the electronic electronic medical re- record system, yeah. which is good. Yep. But I think it's it's hard for the medical um, industry to move, I think, because it, like it's so, um, like there's a lot of things that need to change at once. Because like, yeah. you know, it's like, um, it's not just you're changing uh, a company, you're changing yep. like, like the whole hospital um, oh. and you're changing like the data you've got to transfer industry. it across but i don't know yeah. how the back end works but yep. i assume and it probably costs like a lot of money as yeah. well so yeah um, it's just interesting there's, yeah there's probably restrictions yep. as to why it's um so it's a bit behind yeah, yeah yeah and i'm not sure actually i feel like like it's been pretty good when i've used it so. oh yeah i don't know i'm just i yeah. mean obviously you know more than me because yeah, but I'm, I'll, yeah. yeah like I, also like like I know a bit more than you because yes. I'm in the medical field, but yes, also yes, I yes. think I don't know as much as people who've been working on, like people who've been working right. like since paper till like how it's transitioned to yeah. electronic. Maybe they've seen like the big jump because oh, I've only see. just tapped into it when um, electronic medical records. I haven't been to a hospital with um, paper actually. I've just heard that oh, there've been hospitals that really? use paper. Yeah, like some private hospitals and some older hospitals. Like, oh. I think. Like, yeah, some of the other hospitals still use paper. That's, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I actually haven't seen it, so I don't know much about it, but yeah. Okay, because the reason why I asked is, like, I think I've read, like, a couple of articles and stuff like that to do with um, there's a big gap in the medical industry with technology. Like, it feels like um, we could do better in in that way. And, like, so I'm wondering if there's a market for, I don't know, an uphaul of the medical industry. Yeah. Like, I don't know if your machines, your machines seem like top of the art though. Like, I don't know, MRI machines. Yeah, cool. I think the, like, the machinery is really good because yeah. I, I was just about to say that. Like, it's technology, R&D, right? Pardon? It's R&D done in, like research and development done in those machines, right? Like yeah. a lot of money's put into it. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, that the machinery, like in surgery, I saw them use like the Da Vinci, which is like the electronic, like robotic surgery. What? Uh, it's like freaking sick guys. Yeah, because... Like you have four arms and then it, you can like attach the, oh, sorry. You can attach like different, um, like different, um, what's called like attachments to the machine, like different like cameras or uh, scalpels or cauterizers or like tools that you can use in surgery. 
And then you still need someone to swap it out, the machines right, and right. like calibrate and everything. But the surgeon just goes to like a little, like a podium in the corner. It's pretty cool, like a little pod. Yeah. And then they like move around with their fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, um, it's like a lot faster, but also it's more precise. So the doctor who um, did it told me that if you're like a good surgeon, it um, it will make it better, but not that much difference. Okay. But if you're like uh, an average surgeon who's like not as experienced, your skills will be like increased a lot. So what? it's like good for um, the patient, the patient yeah, outcomes. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it just looks really cool. And what? when you're doing it as a, like by yourself, like as a human, yeah, it's on a screen and it's 2D. Okay. But when you look through the scope in the machine, yeah. like the, the um, Da Vinci, it's like three-dimensional. So you can see it more. Like it's more, oh, you can, like there's better depth perception. Right, yeah. right. Wait, that's sick. It's almost like, um, like for coding, right? You know how ChatGPT and the rise of AI, yeah. it's like helped enhance productivity for coders. Yeah. So this is like the AI takeover almost like in the yeah. medical field. But So it's actually like machinery to that level is actually accurate. Yeah. And it's, it's really good. Like, and because when you're using like the tools yourself as like, you know, as a, as a human, yeah. it's um, limited by how you can move your hand. Oh. Whereas in the machine, it's like you can move. There's a word for it. I don't know what they call it, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. So you can like it's very you can move in like all directions, oh. so you get like a better angle. What? Yeah. So does that mean like we can? Do you think we can solve a lot of like unknowns now with machines? That's us like so off tangent, but like- uh, you mean like <laughs> I think like the it doesn't really change the. Actually, I'm not too sure. I don't mm. know enough about it, mm. but I think it's more so like um, it's improving the patient outcomes. Yeah, it's still the same surgeries that we're doing. Yeah, it's probably just like it's giving you better reach. Yeah, so you can like it's safer and it's yeah. more like less chance of damaging other uh, structures. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I had a question. Yes. So like, because there's always a question like, um, oh, will we we we, we don't need coders anymore if we have like ChatGPT, right? Yeah. So if we nah. have a machine that can do surgery, yes. like for. Like anesthesiologist, mm. right? How do you pronounce it, by the way? I think it's anesthesiologist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Or so anesthetist. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. would you say you don't need a human to do that? Like, wouldn't a machine just beep beep? Like. Yeah, like, that's a very um, that's yeah. a really good question because everyone asks that, <laughs> yeah. um, especially for radiology. Oh. So they say that um, like AI is going to be taking over because yeah. a lot of it is um like pattern recognition or like just yes. recognizing um different things on like imaging right yeah so they said oh if like a uh, if you can just feed the images to a robot you yeah. can um you can like you know just if, in a sense just remove the radiologist from the picture right yeah yeah but um it's a very interesting topic because I, I think a lot of people think that but a lot of people also think the other side they said that yeah. um good if the um ai can take over those images then it'll um give me more time to focus on other things mm. and uh, like they said, AI is already assisting in a lot. So right. one of these radio these radiologists that I met, he said that right now there's a machine, like a C- well he, at his clinic there's a okay. CT machine. Okay. And so CT is like an X-ray, but it just yeah. takes multiple slices. Yeah, yeah. So it's like um yeah you take like uh, the whole like length of so you can see you can slide it and you can see different levels instead of just right. one static image like oh, an X-ray. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So um what they're doing now is they are um making it less uh, high definition. So it's more pixelated. So oh. you're reducing the dose of the, uh, of the radiation. Oh. So yeah, increased radiation enhances the um, quality of the image. Oh, um, and so what they do is they reduce the dose and it makes it a bit pixelated. And then yeah. AI comes in and um, fills in every, like he said, every third pixel. 
what to make it like make the photo from like he what he compared it to was like you can get like a like a old photo like from 100 years ago yeah and then it makes it into like it renders it into a hd image that you can see yeah. today so it saves the radiation and also it makes the quality the photo better what yeah i had a few questions i wanted to ask him but i didn't get a chance to oh, i was going to ask God. whether if they fill in the photo, I fill in every third pixel. What if it's like wrong? Yeah, Because it's yeah, by yeah. probability of what they've seen before. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, but a lot of like um, fields are already using AI to assist. I didn't know that. It's just that like, yeah, people don't know that. But yeah. um, I think I've read a lot of um, like different people saying like different stances. Yeah. And I think it's good. Uh, a few people said oh, um, AI should be more like you should work with AI instead yes. of fearing it because yes. it will just, it will make it better. Exactly. Obviously, we don't know like... Like with a lot of new things, we don't know what the um, like the downsides are, but yeah. um, it's good to like right now if we know that they can assist us, then to use that because at the end of the day, what we're concerned about most is patient outcomes. Like, yeah, we should always put patient like the patient safety first. Yeah, yeah. but in terms of like anesthesiologists, yeah. oh yes, yeah. So just come back to that. Um, yeah. that's the other thing which people are saying a lot is if a robot takes over, um, or AI, do we who has accountability? Is it the machine? Oh. Is it the doctor or is it the person who made the machine? Whoa, that's yeah. so deep. And because of those issues, we can't actually have the robot replace until like, we obviously we don't know like in the future if robots will become sentient yeah, or not, yeah, but yeah. in the foreseeable future right now. Yeah. Cause like ethics is forgot, a really big thing. I forgot yeah. about the ethics of stuff. Yeah, ethics <laughs> is like what I think limits a lot of stuff that we can do as yeah. well. Like, that, like a lot of stem cell re research, like yeah. people, um, there's a halt on that um, yeah. to, to my current understanding because oh. of like all the um, like you're playing God and you're like, you know, like oh. the ethics behind it. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting because like, you know, in IT, there's no ethics. Like what, what do you, like you're just creating no. a product, you know, <laughs> you don't have to think about ethics. Yeah. So that's why like AI as an enhancement is really good. Mm. So when you like said like, who's going to take accountability? Like it was such a deep question. I was like, you're right. Yeah. He's got like accountability. Yeah. It's like similar to the yeah. like, um, Manhattan project. So Oppenheimer. Mm. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. he yeah. was the one who made the um like you know the, the, the bomb. nuclear bomb yeah it's like whether you use that for he didn't know i think from my understanding he didn't know the um they were going to use it like they they were just going to use it to stop the war yeah like, but they weren't actually going to deploy it yeah. and but they did yeah but they did yeah so is it the creator is it the person who dropped it or is it like yeah yeah whoever so, gave the order exactly yeah. whoever gave the order or Wow. It's like a lot of things to think about because like, um, you know, the ramifications of like your actions or like yeah. how research is going. Yeah. <gasps> so interesting because I guess I don't work in an industry that directly impacts humans. Like, yeah. like they're just customers, but you know, they're just going on our website. I don't know, but they're still like, um, your work's still impacting them, like giving them like efficiency and all yeah, that. Yeah, well. I guess yeah. so. But I feel like this is more interesting. Do you know what no. I mean? <laughs> wow. So, so, so yeah. many things. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. But yeah, I think um, uh, like... I obviously um still quite young and yeah. I don't know like um haven't been in the field for long enough so yeah. I don't know as much this is very like um I guess narrow view yes. or like what I've experienced yes. and it might not necessarily be um correct and there's yeah. probably like other information out there as yeah, well yeah that's fine yeah by the way he's like much younger than me so yeah <laughs> yeah no thank you all right so I think we went on like a really long tangent on medical stuff and mm -hmm. I hope it was interesting to you guys because like it's interesting to me that's why I kind of like want to talk to him um but maybe, uh, hopefully this inspires a few of you wanting <laughs> to do med <laughs> I don't know I think it's inspiring for me it's never too late never yeah, too exactly late. Yeah. it's never too late yeah like, I'll do it later I'll do it later mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I guess like the main topic like I wanted to talk about today with you is moving out. Mm. The reason why I wanted to talk about moving out is like obviously we're both moved out. Yes. Um, but your situation was a 
little bit different. You had to move yeah. because that was the uni that uh, you got into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like I want to talk about like what what what's it like moving out and uh, what are some uh, some things that you missed about living at home and like mm. how would you compare living at home to like living by yourself and you know like how that independence feels mm-hmm. so i guess like i'll start quickly like i moved out because um I've, i think i've always wanted to move out and i think that's most people's goals like i would love to live with my family forever because it's like free like <laughs> at least my family doesn't charge me rent mm. my mom cooks me food like every day right mm. um always make sure i'm not hungry and i don't have to do any chores like no laundry no cleaning no nothing right it was so good but i think um um, the main reason why I wanted to move out is like, um, that's like, I guess it's a progression goal of mine mm. um, to follow along with society, but also like having your own space. Um, I wanted to do like your room. My room was like a, like a box, right? But I could do whatever I wanted with it. But it's nice to have like a whole area to yourself. That's why mm. I wanted to move out. So I bought a house, moved out. Um, and like, yeah, so I... Even though I never learned how to do any of the chores and every time I tried to learn, mom was like... No, I'm not gonna teach you. Just watch me, right? It, when I asked my mom how to cook stuff, she goes, "I don't know how to cook it. I just do. I just do it by heart and soul. Watch me." And then, like, I watch her, but then you don't learn anything. So, mm. so it's like they're trying to gatekeep uh, life skills so that you don't move out. Almost like Asian parents, anyway. Mm. But um, I think like uh, needing to do laundry and needing to clean, uh, those were the things that I kind of struggled with um, when we first moved out because like you have to schedule it and like changing bed sheets. Like there's all these things that you've never done before and you had to learn. I mean, it's, it's easy to learn. Right. And for me, I'm not, I'm not lazy. Like is, I'm not, my character isn't lazy. So I'd like to do things. Mm. And since moving out, I've actually learned that I'm a huge clean freak. It's actually crazy. Like, I don't know why it didn't come out when I was in at mom's. Like, I think it came out uh, a little bit. Like I used to clean every Saturday, but then I stopped after a while. But here, like, when the floor is dirty, um, and oh, I don't know if you know this, but, like, Derek can't vacuum. Like, if he vacuums, I don't feel clean. Oh. Like, I actually have to, I have to re-vacuum the whole place. Like, I didn't realize such, I was such, a, like, a clean freak over my entire house, but that's something that I discovered about myself. So, basically, like, how we split the chores is, I moved out with Derek, by the way, uh, obviously. I think everyone knows that. Um, I clean, and then he cooks. So I also like cooking, mm. but I'm actually pretty bad at cooking. Like uh, I I was really bad to start like flavorless, you know? It's like, ah, oh, it'll have some natural flavoring. You eat it and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually lucky that I uh, my cafe experience made me like a little bit of a better cook because my chefs taught me that you just need salt. If you have salt, it will taste good, mm. right? And then um, they taught me to cook meat like just right like if you cook meat just right it will taste good because the reason why like meat tastes bad like outside is because it's overcooked right um so yeah i learned a lot of things from my chefs and so very lucky but yeah um so the things i miss about like living at home is obviously mum cooking for mm. you food and everything um and like not needing to clean but i think the benefits definitely outweigh everything except for money like i have to use a lot of money to move out but yeah i think like um living by yourself is a good experience like as a human being and like living yeah because mm. you learn a lot of things um but that's like my, my take so yeah wondering if you have much to say about that like how did you feel like when you because i mean it's not, it's not like you you were planning to right unless like did you have some mental prep before you moved to a freaking different state which is a little bit different to me like i, I just moved out of home but you moved states mm. so how did that feel the feelings towards that and then like yeah how did you go about learning to do your own things um yeah stuff like on that topic mm. Yeah, I think I didn't really have a choice, as, as you said, <laughs> yeah. in terms of moving out. And I think similar to you, if I could have chosen, I would have chose to stay home. Because uh... I think all the things you mentioned, I completely agree with. It's like 
Um, you get to spend time with family. Yeah. Um, and you know they're not around forever, so yeah. like the more time you have with them is good. Obviously, yeah. there's given if you have a good relationship with your family. Yes, that yes. is. Yeah. Um, and secondly, is uh, you save a lot of money. Yeah. And you save a lot of time. I think time is the most oh. under. Um, I guess. People underestimate that a lot. Yeah. They say, oh, yeah, I can do that when I um, move out. Yeah. Because um, your parents do a lot for you. Yeah. And um, it might be different, I guess, I, I guess between different um, households because mm. some people, their children actually do the chores. Yeah. Whereas in my family, it's my mom always, every time you offer to do something or uh, your mom's like, no, no, just go study or go do work, I can oh. do it. Because my mom doesn't work. She's a housewife. Yes. So she does most of the stuff. Oh, that um, makes sense. So it, it does make our life a lot easier. Yeah. And that's... A lot of people think it's fine, but when yeah. I moved to Queensland, I think it was easier because I was at uni, yeah. so it was more convenient, like yeah. the food and all that. I didn't have to cook as much. Yeah. But uh, the laundry, like doing the, um, obviously depends on how clean you want as well. Because some people, <laughs> yeah. I know they don't change their like bed sheets for ages. Yeah. My mom does it every week. Um, so are you serious? Apparently, that's like how often you're supposed to do it. Because apparently, yeah. yeah. But I change mine once every two months. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're different. Like some people different, you know, busy. Yeah, you know, I don't know. no, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, you said you're clean. I, I am clean, but I, like my sheets aren't that dirty. Because like, yeah. okay, the thing is like- but You can't I, see it though. It's no, like- no, Okay, wait, no. I think some people change. I think it's a Western thing to change sheets every two weeks because they wear shoes in their bed. Really? But we don't wear shoes no, in our so, bed. No, that's, that's generalized. Like not all- okay, I, am, I am generalizing. Okay, okay. Okay, wait. But I also have this thing where I don't wear outside clothes in bed. Oh, no. I don't think that's pretty common. Like I don't do that either. No, I think people do that. Oh, that's why they change their shoes every week. Oh, no, no. I always like- I, I always, like, always wear like a home shoot, home, home clothes. Yeah. yeah. So the bed sheets will never be dirty. It's my yeah, but like, it's my in the, like I watched a few videos. Um, oh, did you? No, because I was like- <laughs> Um, reading up on some mattress toppers okay. and then they started recommending me these videos how <laughs> you have to vacuum your bed because there's like these little um, oh. bed lice or something. Oh. So like, really? yeah, I don't know, you feel, you know, you feel dirty when, when Derek vacuums, yeah. but then what about your bed? Oh, <laughs> damn. Wait, yeah. so you change every week? No, or? I don't. I don't. Okay, okay. I change like every two, three weeks. So oh, it's like I, a bit lazier. Yeah. But, um, that's okay. what I mean. Like you don't appreciate like the things that yeah. are done for you. So I think after moving out, um, sorry, I went on a bit of a tangent. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's fine. But after coming home, I think you value like in terms of like growth and stuff, yes. you you do um, more independence, yeah. as you mentioned, and uh, you, you kind of appreciate what your parents do for you. And yeah. uh, you notice things that like, oh, like this has been done and your life's a lot easier. Yeah. And then you try to help out more at home as well. Yeah. To make it easier for them. Exactly. Um, yeah. So um, I went off that tangent, so I kind of forgot your question. <laughs> no, it's okay. You're but saying, like, um, did you... I guess like the main thing, did you learn much in terms of like doing house oh, yes. chores? House chores, yeah. yeah. Do you know what you like doing? You like cleaning, cooking or like, and like how lazy are you? Or do you know what I mean? Like, cause I know some people can't do laundry for like months. They just leave the laundry there and then they can't do it. But I wonder how you're like, oh, so when you say and washing like, dishes and stuff like that too. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. Like what, sorry, let me rephrase it. Are you someone that does things straight away when it needs to be done? Or do you procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate until the very end? Cause I'm someone that, Dishes need to be washed right now. Mm -hmm. I, to, I can't leave the house. Mm. That's me. Like, that, that's my quirk. Um, and then Derek is like, procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. But I had to like, whip him into shape, right? Because we can't live like, a, like this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. How like, strict are you? Yeah, I think it um, depends on 
what the thing is. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, for example, if I like, oh, I ran out of undies, I'm like, oh, shit, I got it. Like, I need that now. So <laughs> yeah, I don't procrastinate yeah. that. Okay. Because I don't have like limited amount of undies because I'm always moving my stuff from, from here to, I mean, from Queensland to Melbourne and for, yeah. like, that's all I have, right? Yeah. So when yeah. I come back, it's like no undies. <laughs> but so for like those sort of things, yeah. I don't procrastinate. Okay. But I think I am, I used to be a procrastinator. Oh, so okay. uh, depending on how busy I was and yeah. how like, if I was really like Siebes, yeah. I push push it back like i'd wash my clothes okay but then when i um after it dries i just leave it in the basket yeah and then i i won't do it yeah until like i actually have time or when i feel like doing it oh. so um same with the dishes i used to okay. be like oh i put everything in the um in the sink yeah and then afterwards like when there's more than i wash it because it's like more value you know? you're like spending <laughs> um only one time to wash all of it instead of like multiple times mm, i see i see but i realized i'm moving more towards like after I eat, I just wash it straight away and put it yeah. in the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, because I realized a lot of times when I did that, it kind of like, there's this thing where they say it's like um, your future, like discipline. It's like more like you're investing more time now so that your future you would thank yourself for later. Wow, so deep for washing dishes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like small things like that. But I'm like, because a lot of times I like kind of talk to myself because I was like, um, I did it and then. I, I didn't do it and then later okay. on I was really busy but okay. I needed it's like I was cooking and all the dishes not washed oh. yet so after, before I cooked I had to wash all the dishes first yeah. I'm like oh shit I should have done this yeah. before yeah. yeah oh my god so I'm like I'm tra transitioning to more do it now instead yeah. of doing it later or at least even going to the new year something I want to change yeah, yeah. and how about um cleanliness like what are your standards for cleanliness oh that's a really good um that's a oh. really good question because i feel like okay. it varies a lot it also depends on like who you, your roommate as well yes, yes i think for i'm sorry to my roommate but <laughs> he's a bit bit of a messy guy um <laughs> that's all i say but yeah i think in the lounge mm. um like the kitchen area like if that's uh messy i, I don't mind mm. like we, i'll it's not like that messy it's just oh. like if there's dishes or there's like splatter i'll like wipe it okay but in terms of my room, I like to keep it clean. Yeah. And if his room's messy, I don't mind because that's his yeah. That's his room. That's his space, yeah. Yeah, his space. Yeah. So then like, and I'm not too fussed. So we like pretty chill with each other, like, both pretty easygoing. But mm. I like to keep my room quite tidy and clean mm. as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like uh, that. that's the difference. Like you live with a roommate and I guess Derek's a roommate as well, yeah. but it's more like we both own this space. Exactly, So yeah, yeah so what, I guess like, how, what is that like sharing a space with someone? Like, do you, would you, would there ever be a point where you would care so much about your lounge room that you would actually just take it upon yourself to clean it by yourself? Or do you think because it's like in your mind, it's like a shared space, you can kind of um, uh, release re responsibility of it? Um, I think we do a bit of both for each other. Like for example, okay. I don't mind like the, so I don't mind if the room's like, if the lounge is messy, but there's like different between messy and like, um, I think clean. Oh, so true. like you can have Sorry, stuff yes, lying yes, around, yes, but yes. if the floor's like dirty. soiled or like yeah. this stuff, then I, I mind about that because that's quite dirty. Yeah, you mind. But okay. if he puts stuff like randomly, I don't mind. Ah, oh, I get it. Because it's like it, he yeah. just needs some time to sort it out. Like he yeah. might be busy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas for the kitchen, if there's like splatter on the tiles, like I like to wipe that off. Yeah, I, I don't mind yeah. whether like um like who does it, but as yes. long as that's wiped off. Oh. Yeah, and um, I think yeah, got like. T took a bit of time to get like used to that kind of like i think initially you're trying to figure it out like when we first moved yeah. out it's like you're figuring it out you're like oh like it's a bit messy yeah and then over time you're like oh like it should be fine like you yeah. kind of learn to adapt yeah because yeah. now it's like as long as my room's clean it's yes. like it's fine yeah yeah because yeah. i think I, at the start i was like like yeah like really like oh my god it's so dirty it's so dirty but then yeah. you know you have to kind of chill a yeah bit. exactly yeah. and it's like easier for you as well because i'm like most of the time I, i'm at uni or placements so oh. i don't like i come home like 
like late anyway. Yeah. So um, I'm not using that space that much. Oh, true. Yeah. And like when stuff needs to be done, like we both do it anyways. Like mm. we take turns like mopping or vacuuming and yeah. Yeah. And it's like, not like it's so messy that you can't live there. It's just like okay, good, things good. just placed at like yes. at that area for the moment. Yeah. Okay. So how often do you guys vacuum? Uh, probably we try to like, like every two weeks or yeah. We don't vacuum like every week. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's gross, bro. Because yeah, I'm not like home all the time. So. But yeah. you know, dust settles. I, I didn't know that, but. Yeah, 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 it yeah. does. Oh, okay, yeah, we don't... If I come over, you better vacuum that place. Oh, no, no, okay. <laughs> so that, that every time before people come over, we okay. always vacuum and mop. Uh, okay. okay. But like, okay, we okay. only, like, we vacuum when we think it's like, oh, we need to. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I can see like my carpet. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to vacuum it. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, okay. And yeah. you guys don't have like a roster sheet or anything. You just do it kind of like. Yeah, um, so um, I think, oh. I don't know whether it's a good or bad thing. Yeah. We just. I think we kind of just feel the vibe and we just do it. Um, but I know that I've talked to a few people who said they have like a roster sheet, like, oh, yeah. you do dishes, you do like, I was just like, oh, sometimes like if we're there, we wash the dishes. And if your dishes are there, we'll wash it too. Like, yeah. It's not like some people, oh, I only wash my dishes. Yeah. I don't wash your dishes. I, I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. we just like wash each other's. Really? Or like we, um, yeah, we mop for each other yeah. or like we vacuum each other's room. Okay. And yeah. Do you keep so, count? Like who does it more? No, it's like, um, oh. it's, I think it's too tiring to keep count. We're just, oh. yeah, it's just like, how do you feel? Yeah. And then we don't mind like if you, other person does a bit more or a bit less. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, that, that's and good. then you that's speak good. about it if you think it's like, if it's like affecting you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask like a totally different question. So mm. I've talked to a couple of friends that have moved out. Yeah. Um, like to go from, I guess like a, not necessarily like a happy household, but just like a household with other people. Right. Mm. So you always have people around you to going to being by yourself. In Ooh, a yeah. space by yourself, mm -hmm. and then they sort of went crazy not crazy but like um you know how like some people are uncomfortable with their own thoughts and mm. they're not comfortable with, with that silence yeah. i think that's it, it's what happens when you put someone into a house by themselves they just kind of go crazy with the thoughts oh, okay. and um so i guess i'm I, i'm wondering like because i'm i what i know you as is a very extroverted person and i know like mm. it's a bit different because you're not living alone you're living with a roommate mm. but i'm assuming that maybe you had some alone time like in the apartment by yourself but like do you have any thoughts on how you feel whenever you're alone in the apartment because like so I'll, like, I'll give an example right for me um i love being by myself right i can be by myself anywhere so um even though i've lived with derek whenever derek goes on a trip i actually like the only thing i'm scared is when i hear random noises right like in a big house by yourself when you hear noises outside it's actually really scary mm. but I, other than that i actually love being in this house by myself like I don't know there's something about it like oh i'm alone with my thoughts in this big house like i can do whatever i want right now and not that i'm like not free when derek's here but it's just like it's like that's i think that's what i would be like if i live by myself i think i'll be mm. very happy and very um free so i want to know like do you have any thoughts like that like, do you know what you'd be like are you like i need a roommate like i can't live by myself or would you be like i'll be pretty happy by myself like do you, are you trying to do you so understand that's a really good question because yeah. um yeah i've actually got a, a, an answer for that oh. um yeah so Initially, when I wanted to move out, I wanted to move out alone. Okay. But um, it was too expensive. <laughs> and my friend really wanted to move out as well. Yes. So we were like, oh, let's move out together. Yeah. It was really good. Um, and I did actually have a period of six weeks oh. when I was alone in that place. <gasps> really? Yeah. So he went to Taiwan Okay. for six weeks on placements. Placement, yep. Yeah. And I had the whole place to myself. It was pretty good. Like, okay. um, I think there's like pros and cons to both because okay. I like even... Like when he's there, I, I, we still get our own space because we have our yes, own rooms. Yes. But I also like enjoy because sometimes like um, I speak to him at night. Like we, mm. we sit at the dinner table and we mm. talk for like a few hours. Mm. It's pretty nice. Like I do enjoy mm. talking to people. Mm. Um, but it's also like I don't mind whether I'm alone 
or with someone. Okay. It's good to have someone there because um, when I was alone, I have like this habit of closing my door every time I leave. Yeah. So like um, even when he's there, okay. so I just close my door. And then okay. when he, was, he wasn't there, I closed the door as well. Yeah. And then when I came back home, I, I forgot that there was no one home. Yeah. And then I opened the door. I was like, I got really scared because I thought someone was going to jump out. <laughs> but if he was there, I wouldn't be scared. Yeah. But I was like, oh shit. And then every time I was hoping that um, the alarm, fire alarm would go off because it's really loud. And it's oh. like right, the speaker's right in your room. Oh. And sometimes I have like random fire, like yeah, things yeah, that yeah, go yeah. off. Thankfully it didn't. But when he came back, it went off. And then, because normally at uni, what happens is when the fire alarm goes off, I look at the phone, I'll be like, oh, hey, I'm just going to stay in bed. I'm not going to go down. Because <laughs> sometimes it's like an accident or something. Yeah. And at that time we were on the fourth floor, but there was a balcony so you can just jump off. Oh. And then this time he messaged me. He's like, mate. We're on the fifth floor. We can't jump off this time. So we should go down. <laughs> Is that 3 a.m.? I was like, no, nah, I don't really want to go. But he's like, we probably should. And I was like, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like those sort of things is nice when you have someone. Someone there. If you're by yourself, it's quite scary. Yeah. Um, but it was nice because like, I had the whole um, living room. Like there was none of his mess. Yeah. So I could like stretch and yeah. do exercises in the lounge. Oh, yeah. And then, but it's like, yeah, I think it's like there's good and bad of both. But yeah. Whether, regardless of whether it's by myself yeah. or with someone, I'll still enjoy it. Yeah. So, so you can actually, you actually do, do okay by yourself. Yeah. In a house by yourself. Yeah. It was, did, it was quite nice. Quite it was peaceful. Quite nice. Yeah. Peaceful. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then like, I just clean up whatever I did instead yeah. of like, two people's was mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, do you think you'd reach a point where you started getting lonely? Like, I guess that was like my main question. Like, would you get lonely? Do you see yourself getting lonely? Um, I think it goes back to, cause I only stay at home, like, you know, like a few hours before I sleep oh. and in the morning I literally just wake up and somehow I'd go back home to cook and eat dinner oh. and on the weekends I'd be alone mostly, Yeah. but I didn't really mind it cause yeah. like, it's kind of nice. You just play music, do your own yeah. thing. And I could like play my music out loud. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which I really enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think most of my interactions I get from like going to uni to talk to people anyway. So ah, oh, so you yeah. would have that kind of satisfied. So yeah, so yeah, like okay. it's not because like it's nice to have your own space too. Sometimes yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I forget that you have a lot of um face to face interaction. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't get that. I guess yeah. and I don't need it, but yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah, and even with like driving, some people like it having someone. Yeah. Like, next to them. like I, I like it too because time goes faster. But yeah. I also do enjoy like my like drives alone because it's like you just play music and just like. You know, just vibe, vibe, yeah. yeah, yeah. But and so you're someone that it can be comfortable with the thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. Because oh. you have time to reflect as well. Yeah, ah, yeah. oh, nice. Okay, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. did you walk around naked as well when he was away for six weeks? No, I normally don't walk around naked. I always have clothes on, but he, oh. he does. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like not fully naked, just like yeah, yeah, he just walks yeah, yeah, out, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, was that like um weird for you at first? No, nah, it's just like it's oh. just funny. Yeah. It's funny. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, I think we've had like a pretty good discussion. My video cut out halfway. I'm not sure why, but hopefully we're back and you can see this guy's handsome face. No, <laughs> um, I think it's a good time to end it. We've talked about like your your career, I guess, in a sense, like the medical field and then um, moving out and like thoughts of moving out. So thank mm. you for sharing. Um, and like, I always repeat the same topics in my podcast because I guess those are the most, what I'm most passionate about. It's mm -hmm. always like friendship, nakama and love. So my last episode was what is love with Max. So I guess I want to end it with like, what is love to you, Paul? And I wonder if we can like talk about it and see if our definitions align. So I'll share my definition as a TRDR of that video. But basically it's like this all-encompassing feeling and connection you have for another human being right and that connection transcends sexual attraction um and it transcends like everything so i have this like view 
that love can save the world. And I think it's a, uh, not, not medicine, <laughs> love, <laughs> love can save the world. So um, it's just like, I guess if I were to explain that more, it's more like if people were nicer to each other, I think the world would be a better place. And, you know, niceness um, and kindness comes from the heart and then that aligns with love. But basically like um, the three people in my life that I feel true love, this is my definition, by the way, like I, I think, you know, like I have really strong opinions. So when I say my opinions out loud, people think it's like the truth, right? But that's not what I mean. It's just my opinion. So my true love, definitely love exists within three people, which is like mum, Mustard and Derek. So that's the, and there's three different things. So I don't separate familial love. I don't separate friendship love and I don't separate romantic love, right? I can talk about it in, I can talk about it and categorize it in that way. And I can explain to you like the feelings and you know the things I would do for each of them. But basically like anything I would do for either one, I would do for everything. Uh, for for all of them so i would like jump jump in, like it's a really crude example but i would jump in front of a car for all three of them do you know what i mean and like there's no hierarchy in love because love is like sound really like heebie jeebie but it's just love is all like it's like it's like that it's like the final end game i don't know how to describe it but that's my definition of love um and i'm very lucky to have felt that with three people in my life yeah and i also explained that like Love for my mum only developed after I graduated, right? Mm. Like after I was 18 and I actually thought about it. Mm. Obviously, I didn't come out of the womb loving my mum. Love for Mustard came gradually as well when I realised she was the only one in the world who understood me. And then love for Derek came gradually as well. So it's something that can be built. Um, and yeah, something, something that anyone can get. Yeah. Mm. So if you were to yeah hear that, like, do you have your own definition of love? And it's okay if you don't, but like, if I were to ask you, like, what is love to you? Like, what would be the first thing that comes to your mind? Mm. Yeah, um, like, as I said, I think um, I'm not that good with my <laughs> words. Well, uh, generally I'm okay, but more yeah. so for this sort of stuff. Um, yeah. I think words can't really describe um, yeah. that word to me. Yeah. Because it's more so like a feeling that I feel. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with you how um, you said it... it um, it's not just to your partner. Yeah. It's not, not like a uh, attraction to your partner. It's more so like your love to your family, your yeah. friends, and just people in general. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, hearing you say what you said, I think the quality which I, from like my experience from talking to people and your stories as well, the um, word that is the same across the love between all those people is uh, like care. Care. So I think, yeah. And like, if you love like what you do, uh, like just relating back to how you said um, love can save the world. Um, if, if people were nicer to each other, I think if people cared about each other, um, then you're more likely to, um, like, as in you're more likely to help other people yeah. and you're more likely to be kind because you care about that person. Yeah. And there was this, in, I don't, this bit of a um, segue, like uh, I don't know if it's off topic, but <laughs> um, I really like bringing um, movie quotes and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> with Interstellar, I think okay. the thing that actually saved the world, they said, was love. Oh. And so, I, I don't know, have you seen the movie? I have seen it, before? but I really can't remember it. Yeah, so just TLDR, his, yeah. uh, her dad went to, because the um, earth was dying. Yeah. Um, and there was like dust storms and there yeah. was nothing, we couldn't grow anything. Yeah. So what happened was he was sent to space to find um, a solution to, uh, like, well, to find another planet to live in. Yeah. Whilst on um, earth, they were trying to figure out a solution yes. to save the world. Yep. Right? Okay. Okay. 
So initially at the start, what happens is you see like the books falling down. Okay. And I said, oh, yeah. it's like some, um, I think they said ghosts, but the dad was like, oh, I don't believe in ghosts or something. Oh. They're not real. Oh. So then they just ignored the books. Okay. And then you find out like skip to like later on, what happens is he got stuck in the black hole. Yeah. And then it was a tesseract. Yeah. Um, I won't go into too yeah. much detail, yeah, yeah. but um, what him and the second lead, uh, the, the, female, <laughs> the female lead said yeah. was that um, the only thing, that stays constant across like time is love. Yeah. So everything else can change. Like all the, like, you know, all the other stuff, I forgot what they talked about, but I said, love stays the same. And because of her lo his love for um, his daughter, Murph, yeah, yeah. he was able to communicate to the daughter because the daughter, because the daughter loved him, the daughter, the daughter trust the dad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she went back home, said, um, dad will have the solution. And it was him. It wasn't a ghost. It was him that was knocking on the books, yeah. telling her the solution to the, um, to the, that solved the, I don't know what they solved. Actually, mm. I think it was like the, um, the gravity, it was gravity that solved oh, the solution because okay. gravity, he used gravity to push onto the books and move like the, the watch. Oh. And it was Morse code. I think it was Morse code, not yep. binary. I think it was Morse code. Okay. 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 And then she figured out the, the formula to oh. bring them back home or something oh, like oh, that. Wow. Okay. The formula yep. to yep. the black hole. I okay. Think. Okay. Whoa. That's yeah. crazy. And then that like saved earth and like, um, I think something along the lines. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yep. I just find that interesting. I know that's a bit of oh, off topic, no, but it's not. time um, is, yeah. Like where's the time can change, but love is constant. Yeah. So like <gasps> what, across dimensions or like across different, I think that's what she said across dimensions. I have to look it up. Yes, I don't remember yes, exactly. Yes, yes. The only thing that doesn't change is love. Cause yeah. you, it's like a feeling that you, um, you have towards Aww. the person. Yeah. And that, in that sense, it was more so like a father and daughter love yeah. rather than like a romantic cup of love. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I think I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm. Uh, like I'm not figuring it out, but like the definition, I don't know how to explain. It's yeah. more so the feeling I get, the vibe I get when I have with someone Yeah. and my deep care for my, my, my partner. Yeah my friend uh, my um my family yeah. and my friends as well yeah. and just caring for people in general because you wouldn't want like bad things happen to people yeah because yeah. um it's interesting because like, max used the exact same word he like kind of as we were talking about it he yeah. concluded like i think the word is care yeah it's like mm. interesting maybe it's like different maybe like same brain things like but mm. i see it as like love so yeah okay yeah because i think just going through like you know life um i've like talked to quite a few people and a lot of people say like they can tell the difference between someone who, who just does like their job yes. or someone who actually cares about their job and yeah. the quality of care they give, it really changes like the outcome of the patients or like the student, if you're a teacher or because oh. you're actually invested in them, you love like them as yeah, a person, not, yeah. not even just like, doesn't have to be romantic, just like yep, yep. you love um, them as a person and yep. you want to want the best for them. Yeah. 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 I think care yeah, is like a more simple word to use and it's like easier to understand mm. but it really aligns with love you're right yeah. yeah yeah and it's just i think the love is it's the same yes but it just takes in different forms when you're using it for either your partner your yes. family or your friends yeah, yeah just different forms yeah do, do you think like you've reached that if i were to say like um the pinnacle of care equals love like for example mm. right whatever in our fictional fictional world can you say that you've reached that care level for any of your friends right now because like I'm obviously very, um, what's the word? Like elitist in a way where like, I can, <laughs> I can I, I, I'm only going to say I, I truly love one friend and it's that friend. Mm. Right. Um, and obviously like, I, I love you too, but not as much. Right. Like it's not about levels, but it's just like, we haven't reached that yet. Mm. Right. And not like we can't, we can, but I'm trying to say like, do you have that 
Yeah, can you say anyone that you've reached that care level or do you think with all your friends it's about the same? Oh, that's a good question because mm. I actually don't know how to answer that. Oh, okay. But I'd like to say, it's like, like I mentioned earlier, um, it's hard to say it's all the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd be lying if I yes. said it was equal. Yes. Yeah. It's probably different forms. Different and forms, yeah. I don't think it's like, like you said just now, how it's like levels. I yeah. think it's just not levels, but more so like your fo- your love takes place on a different form. Mm. Like how you're, when you're in a relationship, at the mm. start, it'll be very like, you know, like steamy, very... Um, <laughs> Like, you know, honeymoon. Yeah. And then it changes form to more so like you're comfortable and then yeah. it'll become more like you're in it because you're, um, what's that word for it? It's like you're very, um, you've devoted to that person yeah. and it's like responsibility and all that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The words don't really, I think um, the words don't really do the meaning, like what, yeah. do what I'm trying to explain justice because I I, I I'm not mean. choosing my words properly because no, I don't no, know no. how to explain it. Okay. Like it's all in here, but when you're it comes good. out. You're doing um, good. <laughs> but more so like I think, um, like I, I'd like to say it's pretty like similar, not equal, yeah. but yes. like I care about like my friend, like care, love yep. about, love my friends yeah. and always like, you know, want the best for them. And yeah. I don't know if it could get to, like, as you said, if, if it's reached the highest level, I don't know if like there's anything else I could do more. Cause usually oh. I try to do like, I live my day. I try to live to the fullest, like do the most I can or yeah. in that moment, I guess like yes. decisions, obviously yeah. there might be things it's, it's easier when you think about it in hindsight, but Right. At that moment in time with the choices that I have, like that's the most I could have done, I guess. I guess like, um, I uh, maybe, to... yeah, I think I know what you mean. Let yeah. me, let me ask it a different way. Yeah. Everything that you do for your mum, would you do for me? Uh, Answer the best of your ability. Oh, that's a, yeah. uh, that's a very good question. Mm. Um, mm, Actually, I'd, I'd probably say no. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. No. Cause yeah. it's, it's like, I think the amount of time I've spent. Yeah with my mum yes as well as the like natural relationship that i have yes. with my mum would be different for example yeah. if you were my sister okay or like if you were my mom let's just yeah. say for example you're the same person and you were my mom oh like, as in yeah, yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah, yeah. It, i think it's the role that matters like as in like the time you spent with the person as oh. well as their significance in your life oh so if if i suddenly gained the title of mother to you yeah and you, you've had that, that same amount yeah, of time with you yeah and obviously i do those things for you yeah it's just it's because you can't yeah. it's very hard i think to compare between like um like a friend and a, 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 a like a family member yeah for me at least because yes, yes. no, you no, can't like that's why i hate those questions when they say like <laughs> oh if your mom and your dad drop into the river <laughs> Like, who would you who say would you first? Save? It's like, obviously I want to save both. Yeah. But um, like, okay, unlikely that that situation will occur. Yeah. But if it does happen, I don't like those situations yeah. because you can never compare between yes. the both because yes. they're both important to me. Yes. And it's like, diff- but they're also both very different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like how if, like, same thing, if you ask me, if you and my, I think easier to quantify is if you and my mum were to drop into the river, what would I say first? I would also don't know who to save because really? you your I, mom, I'd bro. say both. No, but it's like, <laughs> you guys are both to me, like uh, both lives. It's not so, it's not uh, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? It's not so. <sighs> Interesting. You wouldn't choose your mum over me? No, because I, I don't like scenarios where you have yeah. to save one over the other. Because it's not saying like, no life is more valuable than the other. 
Yeah. Oh, how I think of it. Is that, yeah. how, is that how you view? Yeah. Because like everyone's life is like sacred, I think. And Ooh. no, I think I do. I believe. You that, believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's life is sacred and it's like, yeah. Who's to say like my life's more important than yours or yours than mine. Yeah. That's so, that's so beautiful. Like, I, 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 don't, I can't say I have the same view. I feel like, I don't know if I'm like not jaded, but like I've met so many people and maybe it's like mean of me to even pass judgment. Like you don't deserve to live. Like, oh. but, <laughs> like it's, it's such a weird, I know I'm like the way I phrase things is like, like very extreme, like to what yeah. you say, but yeah, for some reason I can't fully agree with you saying all life is sacred because it just reminds you of like, oh, I'm going like to go on a bit of about one piece, but like a baby is born with no sin, right? Mm, like say, agree, say, yeah. say that, par- but the parent is like, some evil dictator of the world, mm. but their child is born without sin. I think like when I was reading one piece, like I agree, a baby is born without sin, but then I don't know, maybe I've changed, but, but I think I still, I think I'll still believe that a baby is born without sin, but then the topic of our two lives different, the same. Oh yeah. I haven't thought about that one actually. Mm. I'll think about that yeah, I think um, that's, a, I always thought about that as well. Yeah. Um, I always ask like, I think like babies, when people are born, yeah. you're not born evil. It's, yeah um, it's more so like your environment they're yes, like a blank right. canvas yeah your environment and the people around you that shape you i think yeah um, obviously a lot of it also depends on like how receptive you are and just because there's people who might have been in a bad environment but they thrive and they do really well yeah um, or the people who are in a good environment but they still turn out to be like not not a nice person yeah so um yeah, if, if you understand what, like... Yeah, so it's an interesting topic for me because I want to know how much genetics plays into your personality. I... Yes, uh, okay. I, that's a really... Like, I really want to kind of delve into that. That um, is but- a really good topic because um, <laughs> I, I don't know if we talked about it before, but mm. it's... Um, I think going through psych taught me a lot because exactly. I did quite a bit of... Um, well, a few weeks, not quite a bit. A few <laughs> weeks of child psychology, uh, yeah. psychiatry. Yes, yes. So there are like children coming in and I was really surprised at how young um, the people that the, the children that were coming in were. And you hear about like because they taught me about attachment theory. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's like it's not a like a uh, a formula for everything that right. explains everything. Yes. It's more like a scaffold. Yeah. And you can be. It's like a what are these things called? Like a um a spectrum. So you okay, can be so, yep. like either anxious, secure, or whatever, yeah, or ang- yeah. um avoidant, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your environment. Obviously, um, I'll answer the question in terms of genetics as well, yep, but yep. your environment definitely shapes like how you deal with situations. So for example, if you come to me about um, an issue, like when you're a kid, so if I'm your primary caregiver, mm. what I react will um, affect how you respond to situations, yes, right? Yes. Because initially you'll uh, respond to me and you'll remember that, like how I respond to you. Yep. And then you'll copy that and use that to other people that you meet in your life because I'm your primary caregiver. Yes. So yes. if you were to come to me with an issue and I were to just scold you or like make you cry about it. Yeah. Then next time, are you likely to come to me for like to be consoled? You will, but you won't, um, you know that you'll be sad or upset after you tell me about it. Yeah. So you will think that it's that's normal. Normal. And then when you talk to other people, that's how you feel as well. You, you won't go to talk to them. You avoid confrontation because you think that if you were to confront them about it, you'd feel sad. You'd get scolded yeah, as well. Yes. So it's like you, you draw that, um, you use that example to um, put onto other people. Yeah. It's a very, um, I think, very general explanation. Yeah. I don't understand it fully, but uh. um, when I was reading up on it, um, yeah, I found, I found it really interesting because yep. 
firstly, that's how like your environment shapes you. And mm. also there's other like genetic factors. Like they do a lot of studies on twins and oh, yeah, yeah like, that's the... even though it's like, um, I think twins actually, oh, I've got to brush up on my, my knowledge, actually <laughs> my genetics knowledge. I think it's like, you're the same, like same genetic, similar genetic. I think it's same genetic component. Um, yeah. 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 But, um, the environment that you get put in affects how you grow up as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do remember reading studies, like I don't know if they purposely separated the twins or yeah. if it was an experiment, but mm. there, there was a study or like a write-up of a twin that got separated and they turned out to be totally different. Yeah, exactly. Because they had totally different it's environments. environment, yeah. So then I guess that already proves that genetic doesn't play a big factor then, right? So uh, Yeah, I don't know how heavy weighting like genetics yeah. is. I'm not an expert in that field, yeah. but I think it also does because okay. like even with schizophrenia, okay. um, they say you have to have a genetic predisposition. So you're like, you're more yeah. um, likely to get it, yeah. but it won't activate until like you get put with like an environment. So for example, if you, excuse me, smoke some marijuana, do some illicit drugs, or you have oh. some trauma or yeah, you have something that happens in your life and then oh. that activates it. So you're already more likely, you're more susceptible to having schizophrenia. Right. Yeah. Cause that's dependent on like, that's also genetic. So yeah. it's both, I think. It's, yeah. yeah. I just don't yeah. know the weighting, like whether, yep. which one's more important, but they're both important. They're yeah. both important. So, okay. So it can change. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. But I think yeah. I, I, um, like attachment theory was, was one of the topics that mm. I found really interesting because like a lot of the, the children who came in who had like um, abuse or like the parents separated or something that happened in their um, like when they were younger really affects how they they um grow up yeah and then that the psychology like all that CB, like cognitive behavioral yep. therapy yeah, yeah, whatever CBT, yeah. it's um for the psychology to form a primary caregiver or primary relationship ah. with the with the um, patient so yeah. that they can teach them that no it's not like this yeah. that um, you can be more confident more secure about yep. like sharing your thoughts so that yep. you don't be like you're not always anxious or avoid yeah. Uh, confrontation yeah this is like a really offhand comment and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do enough research on it mm. but i was reading somewhere that someone said cbt is actually harmful it can be harmful but like i didn't delve into it i don't know mm. if you have any thoughts on that but i do know that like there are a lot of benefits to cbt especially mm. like if you have a lot of things you need to fix but anyway I just yeah, no, i'm not that. too actually i'm not too sure about <laughs> that but i think like everything there's always like you know pros and, pros cons, and cons so yeah. i think it just depends on how you use it and whether yeah like, yeah like yeah. if you have the patient's best interest yeah. in mind yeah true but um do you know what your attachment theory is um no i'm not too sure but oh I, like i asked some people before and they said like <laughs> maybe secure but yeah. i'm not too sure like you didn't do any tests no, I didn't know oh. there was a test to, I thought oh, it was yeah. just like when you can tell from. Oh, there's like, you know, like quizzes, like which oh, attachment maybe I should theory do them. I'm not too yeah. sure, but yeah, like from what my friends told me. Yeah, yeah. they think it's secure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but um, I, yeah, like they said, it's like a spectrum. So yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like on certain topics, maybe you might be like different as well. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nah, just uh, that was the tangent of, of like two lives. Like, um, oh, yeah, sorry. Same. Yeah. Nah, um, no, no, that's, jump off no, topic, no, no, it's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So I sort of, I still don't, I don't think I have anything to say in terms of like, if I think about it, like you or my mum, it feels like, I, it feels like I would say mum, but then you made me question myself because like, how do I value two different lives? Because you're right. Like, you're logically sound. Like, my mum doesn't necessarily deserve to live more than you right because it's just, it's just two lives so mm. yeah it's a lot to think about yeah that's why i like i i really don't like that question <laughs> yeah. because i feel like you're making someone choose between two lives which is i know in some countries um that might be a true scenario so for example when you're a doctor in hospital um there's oh. like a you know allocation of resources there's not yeah. enough for everyone yeah so 
you might they might they will value or depending on the circumstance value the person who has more likely chance of survival yes or have more um life ahead of them compared yeah. to someone who might be more frail yeah and have like less years to live yeah and i, I like although in that scenario that is the best situation because yeah. you're improving your chances i don't think it's necessarily right and anyone who's in, been oh. in that situation before i'm sure that's like very it's like an ethical dilemma yeah. it's you yeah, it's really um taxing because you you don't necessarily want to make that choice but you have to yeah yeah and when people ask yeah like i just tell them oh you guys can both swim so you guys just get out because it's like a very <laughs> it's like a hypothetical situation yeah. i don't really like those situations but yeah, yeah. oh wait, wait. that's just something random like have your um, partners ever asked you like if i turn into a worm would you still love me like have you ever been asked that question <laughs> no i haven't i haven't been asked that before oh you but, haven't uh, yeah how would you answer um this um another hypothetical situation <laughs> yes, i think yeah. There was this answer I saw on um on on a video I watched. It's like, oh, I'd also turn into worms so that I'd I'd like um you know fall in love with you in a different dimension. I, I, it was something really weird, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, I was like, oh, that, um, that will make the partner happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I know it's a hypothetical, but real talk. But like, if your partner did turn into a worm, would you still love them? Let's think about it. let's humor it for now. Yeah, 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 like. But that's like, it's like a lot of factors. I ask a lot of questions. I think, do they, do I know that that's them? Or, yeah. Um, like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, like um, do they know that I'm stuck? Do they have their memory still? Or, yeah. Are they sentient? Yeah, like, are they sentient? Do they have yeah. a brain? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Mm, yeah. And I don't even know what the, like, yeah, survivability of a worm is as well. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, if it's a worm kept in captivity, probably, I don't know, maybe forever. I should not know. I'm yeah, curious. It's actually. interesting. Like, yeah. how do people think of these um, questions? Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. And even, that's- yeah. And even those questions, like when they say like, um, like, would you jump in front of a, like, a, like, I mean, would you dodge a bullet for me? Oh right? yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you block a bullet for me? Oh, block a um, bullet, yeah. I think like, with those questions, I think it's really hard to answer until you're actually in the moment. Like, I think. Yeah. I do, I do think that there's like a disconnect with what you logically would think you would do yeah, compared to in the moment. Yeah. Because like when you, um, like you love your family, your friends and mm. your partner so much, mm. you'd give like everything for them. Like, yeah. you know, like parents sacrifice so much for yes, the children yes. and like partners for each other as well. Yeah. Like, like if I were to think about like, yeah, I would give my life away Yeah. for that person to live. Yeah. But like for the person that I love to live. But like, I think, making it tangible like a bullet thing you're like oh fuck that's pretty scary but <laughs> but like i would give you my life but like just take the bullet away just i'll just give you my life you know? like, <laughs> wait really are you scared of a wait okay this no is no real. it's not like it's just because i think i've never um like it doesn't have to be a bullet it could be like anything yeah i think it's just when you conceptualize like that it's like oh it's pretty scary like in the moment you probably will uh, do it it's just that okay okay I don't know. It's, it's like a well, weird is, question. Is it like, you know is it like, I mean? like when you make it real? Yeah, when you make it real, it's like, oh, you know. But, but, like, but then when we, you talk about your love for someone, it's not like it's not real. It's like it's more abstract, right? So you yeah. can easily say like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give my life for you. That's what, that, yeah, that's why yeah? it's interesting. That's an interesting, yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, I want to ask something yeah, random. Yeah, go, no, go like, ahead. Like, do you fear death? That's, I, I thought about that like um, a lot um, <gasps> before. Did um, you? I think, I think I'm not scared of dying. I'm scared okay. of how I die. That's what I mean. Like, I think, yeah, this is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think if I disappear, like, oh yeah, done, whatever. Okay, okay. Obviously, um, like, I think if you like die slowly or if you die quickly or if like, you know, um, it's really excruciating or whether yeah. it's, um, 
when they're gruesome oh. uh, like yeah you know what i mean like how much so does that mean you're scared of pain in a sense like is that what you're scared of you're not scared of death but you're scared of how you get there i don't there. know i had jaw surgery and it was all right I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty painful <laughs> yeah, true true yeah, so, um, so why are you scared of how you get to death because i don't i don't know i think um maybe it's like fear of the unknown because all ah, these things um we're not sure about right, right like it's right. never well until it happens it happens right yeah um because like before I had my jaw surgery, I was like really scared. But when I had it, I was like, oh, it's okay. You know oh, I mean? oh, so you were scared for your jaw surgery? Yeah, yeah. Because they told me in year nine, I was like, Ooh, oh, a bit young. <laughs> They're like, oh, your teeth, are, you know, you're going to have no teeth by the time you're 40 if you don't have this surgery. I'm like, oh, what? What? oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, what a way yeah. to bait you into getting jaw surgery. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. oh. it was pretty, pretty bad on the bite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't, um, that's a good question. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, do you know, you know, Jason? Yeah. Um, when I talked to him, yeah. he he actually was scared of death. Mm. I think that's what he said. Maybe he'll, if he'll ever listen to this, he'll correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. So that was really interesting to me because I've never been afraid of dying. Like, um, And it's foreign to me to think about like being scared of how you die. Because yeah. for me, if, if, we, if, we talk, if we talk about pain, I actually have, I'm pretty sure I have pretty high pain tolerance. And I think I'm like 90% a masochist. So mm. I actually like pain. So um, when I was getting my tattoo, like that shit hurt good. Like it's going to sound really weird. <laughs> it's going to sound really weird. But um, like, but when I'm actually sick, like when I was sick with COVID or like I have like a huge fever, that kind of shit actually hurts and I hate it. And I hate being motion sickness, but that's nausea. I don't know. I think nausea is different to physical pain. So if mm. I died by nausea, oh, kill me sooner, please. Yeah, like, an uncomfortable feeling. That's yeah, why. it's yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. But then if it's, if it's like a, like a, pain directly to your body i think that's like because it makes me feel real makes me feel alive i think I, I've, I've thought about it a lot like why do i like pain and i think it's because it makes me feel alive yeah the, you need pain to, to be like because yeah. then you know that like oh you shouldn't put your hand there yeah. it's burning yeah or yeah. like yeah it's yeah. like pain is good yeah pain is good yeah, yeah. but what i'm like yeah i think um <laughs> yeah it's more so like whether it's like a quick death or a slow death like, yeah. i think that's what is scary because maybe yeah. it's because like i've like in the medical field like you see um, people yeah. dying and you're like, you see a lot of ways like gruesome things that oh. happen to people you're like oh okay like mm, yeah you wouldn't want to be impaled by you know like a oh God. like a pole or something and then yeah. be like that for i don't know however long until yeah. you die and you bleed out i think yeah. that's pretty that's pretty scary it is pretty scary but do you think like if it ever happens to you you just be like oh yeah, this chill would you do you think you'd be like oh, that? I, don't, I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> i think in the past it was more so i think I kind of like, I was scared of dying because there was so much stuff I still want to do. I mean, there's still stuff I want to oh. do, but yeah, you know, like, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. I think people never know until you go through it. That's of why course. I don't like these hypothetical situations because it's hard to think about it when you're not actually, like yeah. maybe other people are more clear, Yes. but I'm usually quite like on the fence. Like yeah. I'm not sure. So okay. I can't really answer that question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last question. Yes. And I think this is a good one to leave off of. Like if you died right now, would you be happy with your life? So I'll, I'll go first. If I die right now, I think I'll be really happy because I actually think I live my life to the fullest that I can every single day. And I've done everything that I wanted to do, like, you know, podcast, stream, like everything that I wanted to do, I've done. Um, and I'm really happy. Like to me, that's success, right? Um, so, and I'm pretty sure I haven't done anything that I regretted. Like, you know, I've 
kept the people that I liked around my life. Um, even if I cut off other people, there's no regrets there. Um, my relationships are good. Um, all my choices are good. What I've achieved in life is good. My career is good. Um, my family's good. And I think I, I will have no regrets, pretty sure. So I would be okay with dying. But how about you? Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, same as you, same bird as you, I think. Yeah? I've, I think... Um, there's still, like, a lot of things I still want to do, but yeah, I, think so. I live, I try to live, like, as I said earlier in the podcast, um, I try to live my life fullest every day. Yeah. I try to do, I try not to do things that I regret Yeah, or I, like at least not regret too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, like I f- um, happy with my relationship with the people around me. Yeah. Like, um, hopefully no one hates me and <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty, I hate your guts, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good so far. Mm. Like I think I'm really happy every day. Like I wake up mm. feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like yeah, just go about life doing things to the fullest. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And yeah. this is a good. It's a good uh, segue to watch Death's Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit different. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no. It teaches you about stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. But oh, thank you. Thank you so much for like sharing everything and spending your time here with me That's i hope really, you had a good time really how fun. was that my pleasure yeah it was really it was really fun was yeah. it fun yeah yeah okay cool yeah. let's let's close it off so i'll just sure. do my my spiel um so that was all for today's bonus episode um again i thank you paul for making gracing me with your presence here um, i hope good. you guys enjoyed that as well uh, it was a bit of a medical talk but um hopefully that was interesting uh and make sure to you know love um and stuff you know love love everyone um spread the love and stuff so um make sure to rate my podcast on spotify if you listen there uh like and subscribe my youtube channel sticky moon underscore all of the details will be in the show notes or wherever you're watching from and promise i won't upload any more episodes this year so uh merry christmas that just passed and happy new year happy holidays um and thank you for listening thank you peace out bye Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was done. <laughs> no, it's not done. Oh, thank you.